You're listening to Creator Club Episode 7. We're all a little bit obsessed with Instagram engagement, and for a good reason. As the platform has become more saturated and users are continually trying to find ways to trick the system in order to manufacture fake success for themselves, aka by using follower bots, for instance, people who are trying to do authentic business on Instagram have had to rely more and more on different metrics to determine who actually has an audience of engaged potential customers and who is only posting for a crowd of bots. And so we've all started to pay a little bit more attention to our engagement rate. And trust me, I'm all about it. I make YouTube videos all the time with ideas for increasing engagement, how to connect more deeply with your followers, and ways to grab and keep attention. And I really do think that all of that is great and important to be doing on your account. However, in today's episode, I want to talk about why engagement should not be your only metric for success and why you should maybe start shifting your Instagram mindset and put your goals and your priorities in other places. To find out what I mean, keep on listening. Welcome to the Creator Club Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Steckley, YouTube creator and creative entrepreneur. The Creator Club Podcast is a workshop-style show dedicated to teaching creators and entrepreneurs the best strategies for social media marketing and content creation. Whether you're into Instagram, creating on YouTube, trying TikTok, or producing podcasts, this show is made for you. And because here at Creator Club, we believe in teaching everything you know, and the community is more important than competition, this club is open to everyone. Come and join us. Today's review of the week comes from Fantastic Editing, and it is titled, So Helpful, and it reads, Katie is my go-to creator for tips and hacks for social media and digital content creation. Not only does she talk about social media best practices and hacks, she does it in a super interesting and digestible way. I've enjoyed every episode and learned something from each. No matter what side of the social media spectrum you're on, business or personal use, there will always be something for you in this podcast. Thank you so much for this super kind review. It really does mean the world to me. For all of you listening, if you've gotten some value out of my podcast, I would really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It helps me increase the reach of this show and grow the podcast to a point where I'm able to focus more time and energy on giving you guys all the valuable content to enjoy. My goal is to eventually get into the top 10 charts for the marketing category on iTunes. I know it's a pretty big goal, but your reviews can help me do that. Also, if you leave me a five-star written review, I might just read it on the show. So like I said, we're all obsessed with Instagram engagement, and it is for good reason. Having good engagement is a sign of a healthy Instagram community. It means that the people who follow your account are actually interested and invested in the content that you're making. Not only that, but they're involved enough that they are willing to take a few moments out of their day to like or comment on one of your pictures. That doesn't sound like much, but trust me, in the context of the social media attention economy, that is actually a huge deal. The other thing about engagement is not only does it signal to you that you have a good audience that is interested and engaged, but it also activates your content and your profile within the Instagram algorithm and therefore is shown to more people. More engagement basically leads to more engagement. It's a positive feedback loop, and once you get it started, it's easier to keep it up. So all of this is to say, staying engaged on Instagram is awesome, and it's a very important pursuit. 
So don't get me wrong on that. But it shouldn't be your primary goal in your brand or business. And that's what I want to convince you of today. At the end of the day, all of us are growing Instagrams because ultimately we're trying to grow our business. I really do believe that your end goal of growing an Instagram has to be for the sake of a business. Otherwise, you truly are going to drive yourself crazy over numbers that have absolutely no value and no bearing on your personal worth. Okay, do not try to go on Instagram because you think you need high numbers in order to be a good enough person or something. You're already perfect the way you are. The likes on the photos of your dog, it really does not matter. You are awesome. Okay. So if you are growing your Instagram, it should be because you want to sell something, right? This needs to be a business that needs to be worth your time investment. If you're just doing it for fun, then that is awesome. Do it for fun, but then don't stress yourself out about the numbers. If you're doing this because you're a business owner, then your ultimate goal with social media marketing is not going to be engagement. It's going to be conversions. That is converting people from followers to customers, making those sales. Okay, that's what we're talking about. Now, don't get me wrong, increasing engagement is definitely going to be a stepping stone on your path to getting more customers, like for sure. People need to follow that journey through being an online acquaintance to eventually being an engaged follower and then finally becoming a customer. So engagement certainly is a part of that whole journey, but it is not the final stop on this train. Because we've all become so hyper-focused on engagement and likes and comments, getting that feedback, I see so many people creating for engagement alone. And like I said, that's a piece of it, but it can't be the only thing that you're trying to do. I really think a lot of personal brand-based entrepreneurs are selling themselves short by focusing entirely on growing their engagement or posting a photo that, quote, does well in the algorithm, meaning lots of likes and comments and saves and shares, etc., And not thinking about how those posts and these strategies actually serve their business in the long run. The truth is, you need to also post about your business, you know, that way you make a living. And often, these are not the posts that are going to get the most engagement. I know, it kind of sucks, right? But it's true. Posts that get the most engagement, for me, are normally vulnerable life stories where it's some kind of big emotional lesson, maybe personal realizations or posts about self-love or body positivity. And these posts definitely are super valuable for me personally and for sharing my brand uh, values with people. They build those connections that are so important to ensure that your potential customer knows, likes, and trusts you. But they don't sell my creative services, right? Like a post of me talking about my you know journey to self-love and body positivity doesn't really sell podcast editing posts that talk about my podcast offerings or my social media content production let's be real they don't get as many likes but I can tell right away when I post them how much of a difference it makes for my business because I immediately start to get dms asking about how to work with me and that's exactly what I want this is what leads to real business growth So hopefully I've convinced you that posting more often about your business and sometimes sacrificing engagement for the sake of actual conversions like sales is an important part of a healthy Instagram strategy for any growing business. But as with anything in life, balance is oh so important. You can't only focus on engagement driving posts, but you also can't only focus on posts that sell your offerings. So I wanted to share with you a few of my own strategies to balance both sides of this Instagram coin. And number one is serve, 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 sell. 
This is a super important fundamental principle of an Instagram content strategy. A lot of clients that I've worked with in the past have been brick and mortar stores or otherwise traditional businesses that have struggled with this because many of them think that Instagram is just free advertising, which in in some ways it definitely is. But in their mind, it's sort of this false equivalent of Instagram is the same as newspaper ads, the same as radio ads, it's the same as, you know, TV ads. It's just another advertising platform. But the thing is, with Instagram or really any other social media platform like it, you can't treat every post that you make as an advertisement, which is often the temptation of business people who are new to social media that have started out with a business and then are trying to take it online. And so the serving and selling strategy was born to try to explain that to that sort of demographic. This principle reminds us of the importance of giving value, building trust, fostering connection, and then, and only then, following up with a paid opportunity, whatever your product or service looks like. Serving can look so many different ways, but I often break it down into providing entertainment, encouragement, or education. Those are sort of the three main categories that I think about when I'm creating content for my Instagram. And it's how can I provide value to my followers, either through photos or videos or writing. Really doesn't matter how, but it's important that I'm providing something that people can take away and feel like they got something out of it, even though it was just an Instagram post. It wasn't actually my product or service. But here's the thing. Many of you who are listening, you probably have this serving thing down. You are giving that value, building those connections. But the area where you might be forgetting, and I see a lot of people forgetting this, is the step that is to sell. And trust me, I am definitely guilty of this as well. Sometimes it can be hard to take that step from serving value and then finally trying to make that sell. And the sell is kind of what this whole episode is about. You've got the serve part down pat, but now you've got to pay those bills. So get comfortable with making that sell, right? Like we spend so much time providing value, building an engaged audience that we're connected with. And the whole idea is so that we can build a sustainable business and serve people, right? So get comfortable with making that sell. And remember that at the end of the day, if you really believe in the service or product that you're offering, which really I hope you do, because if you don't believe in your service, then you're kind of a scammer. So that's (laughs) its own thing. (laughs) So you should be confident in the product or service that you're offering. And then if you are, you should have no reservations about sharing that opportunity with your audience. Within this mindset, selling is really another kind of serving if you think about it because you're telling your customer how you're able to help them through your paid offerings. Like think about that. If all I ever talked about was those, you know, serving type posts, even if it is educational on like how to edit a podcast or how to create an Instagram strategy, that's all awesome. But there are going to be some people out there who legit do need my help. And the way I can offer my help to them is through my paid services. So if I never talk about my paid services, they'll never get the chance to actually get the help that they need. So keep that in mind and try to get rid of that self-consciousness around selling and make a post talking about your offers. So that is the serve, 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 sell mindset. One of the most frequent questions I get across YouTube and Instagram from my audience is this, how do you edit your photos and videos? What app did you use for this? 
How do you edit podcasts? Well, the answer to all of these questions is the same thing. Adobe Creative Cloud. Adobe is known for their professional grade creative editing software, but they also make easy and accessible applications that beginners can start out with too. If you're new to the video editing journey and you want something that can work for you across platforms, meaning you can use it to edit on your laptop and your phone and you can pick up where you left off on your project on each device, then you should check out Adobe Rush. Adobe's beginner editing software. I love using this for making quick edits for Instagram stories on my phone. One of the best features of Adobe Rush is that it's one of the few mobile editing apps that I've come across that allows you to edit and export vertical videos. That is a game changer for Instagram stories, guys. If you want to learn more about Rush and all the other Adobe programs that I love to use on a daily basis, then you can go check out my affiliate link, katiesteckley.com slash Adobe to see all of their product offerings. Or if you're interested in Rush, you can head straight to katiesteckley.com slash rush that's r-u-s-h to start using adobe rush now it's only nine dollars a month and it is totally worth every penny that's katiesteckley.com slash rush the next strategy which is sort of the perfect complement to this mindset is the five buckets uh, tool or strategy. The principle of five buckets, or sometimes called the JK5, since it was made popular to many by Jenna Kutcher, so JK is her initials, and then five, is the idea that on your profile, you should have about five different subject areas that you're rotating between when it comes to the content that you're posting. This keeps your feed fresh but also cohesive at the same time because you aren't running all over the place in terms of content, but you also do have enough variety to keep people coming back for more. It also gives you the opportunity to connect with different kinds of people. Some people, for instance, may follow me for my Instagram hacks. That's probably how a lot of you found me and why a lot of you continue to follow me. But some people might follow me for my travel photos, my travel stories, and some people might even follow me for my self-love or encouragement content. So because people are following me maybe for different reasons or different kinds of content, I want to keep cycling through all of those things to keep it fresh and make sure that I'm consistently serving all the different subsets of my audience. And I want to be able to speak to all those different topics because people, you know, even if everybody is kind of following me in general for my social media marketing and content creation stuff, which is awesome, that's what my business is about, people can form a deeper connection with me through, say, my body positivity stuff or my travel stuff. Whatever it is that feels most applicable to them, it gives that second connection point of like, look, we have more in common than just Instagram hacks. So for that reason, having a variety of different uh, categories is really good for building that know, like, and trust factor coming across as more human. And honestly, for you as a creator, it's more fun to be able to talk about different things sometimes. So you want to keep cycling through those different five things. If you post, you know, five days a week, then once a week, you're going to be posting about each of those things. For me, I post three times a week. So it's sort of on like a one and a half week cycle-ish Um to get through those categories. So whatever it looks like for you um, is totally fine. But five is a pretty good number to focus on when it comes to coming up with the topics. And the trick here is to incorporate sharing about your offerings. You can make one of those five buckets or categories all about your paid offerings. So what I mean is have four categories of like, for me, it might be travel, body positivity, you know, photography, etc. And then my fifth one is going to be my creative services. 
this could look like different posts, you know, when you're talking about your paid offerings. Maybe sometimes you're sharing about a particular service and the benefits that it provides your clients. Maybe another time you're sharing a testimonial from a happy customer. There's really a lot you can do with this selling category so it doesn't get stale and just you like, you know, throwing out price points every single time. And I would encourage you to get creative with it and find new and innovative ways to share about your products or services with your followers. Once you have all these categories established, you can create a content calendar that rotates through them regularly, ending the sequence with your sell bucket. And that is how you integrate a diverse content calendar with the sell, 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 serve strategy. See, there was a reason I said serve four times, guys. It's because the first four categories are about serving. There are your, all your different kinds of topics, whatever you want to talk about. And the final one is your chance to sell. So that is how you can put together the serving and selling idea and the five categories or five buckets strategy is you want to make that sell be your fifth bucket where you talk about your services, talk about the benefits it provides, and it gives you that chance to frequently remind your audience of what you can actually do for them. I actually find it so interesting to see how these trends have kind of taken us from one extreme to the next on Instagram. When I first started sharing about Instagram advice, I was constantly telling people to serve more than they sell, especially folks who were new to Instagram, like many of my clients who were business owners long before social media ever came around. I was constantly telling them, gotta make more content serving people you gotta provide value you can't just always be making the sell but now many of us have gotten to the point where we aren't selling at all because we're so focused on serving which is awesome but I think part of it is that we've got so caught up in that Instagram engagement game that we're too focused on our likes and comments and not focused enough on our cash flow how can you be a business if you aren't telling people what you sell right And at the end of the day, it's all about trying to find that perfect balance, which we know is not easy, but hopefully you can apply the serving and selling strategy and use that five buckets framework to create a content calendar that you can be proud of and that will make you more money. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Creator Club podcast. If you listen to this entire episode, I want to know who you are send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Steckley so we can chat. Do you want to be part of the official creator club? You can join my insider squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you want to hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out. And you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening. And as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams. And I'll catch you next week, Creator Club. Creator Club.